from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Back on Beeson's primetime action right here on MSG Plus Tuesday night from the South Point Hotel Casino in Las Vegas, Nevada. Glad you could join us. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Danielle Alvari, and Kelly Bidlin. A lot going on. NBA underway in Philly. Whole bunch of baseball, including a home run that wasn't, which we'll explain momentarily. Kelly, what's the update on everything, sir? Yeah, starting the NBA, the Sixers looking good early. They're off to a 14-4 start Uh a little over seven minutes remaining here in the first quarter. Live numbers on this game. Sixers, 10.5, 221.5, your live total. Uh, over in the NHL, Lightning uh, with a one nothing lead still over the Hurricanes. Six minutes remaining in the second period. The Lightning, minus 350 live favorites. Hurricanes, plus 270. And 3.5 is your total shaded to the under. Uh, over Major League Baseball, Dodgers, Pirates, scoreless, bottom of the second Dodgers still a minus 150 live favorite. Pirates plus 120, seven and a half the live total. And uh, Astros pour, uh, put on another one on the Red Sox. That is six to nothing now, bottom of the second. Red Sox, if you wanted to hop in live, you can get nine to one on them. 14 and a half is the live total. Orioles up on the Mets, three to two, top of the third. Orioles minus 160 live favorites. Mets plus 130, 12 and a half the total. Nationals and Rays all tied up at one, bottom of the third. 
The Rays minus 230 live, Nationals plus 185, and and 7.5 your total. So um, we were just talking about how I have all these MLB uh, futures plays, all these props, right, Mm -hmm. for MVP, for hits, for all kinds of stuff, and I've gotten really the worst of it via injury. I have Juan Soto, you know, most hits. He's gotten hurt, too. Like, just on and on. Corey Seager. So I've gotten really unlucky. And then while we were talking about that, one of my Rookie of the Year uh, futures, one of my Rookie of the Year futures <laughs> in the National League, Brian Hayes of the, of the Pirates, at least, right, he just hit a home run to lift my spirits up, right? It was his third homer of the year and gave the Pirates a one to nothing lead. Not so fast, my friend. It is the replay is is hilarious because it's not even close. It's not even like close. He misses it by like a foot. So like, let's, like, let's explain to people. He missed first base, trotting around the bases. He yeah. was admiring his his he was work. Admiring his hit. He's looking out towards the outfield. We kind of have a, a side shot on it, so he's looking out <sighs> at the fence, looking at the ball beautifully cross it, and he misses first base completely, oh, <sighs> massively. <God. laughs> It wasn't close. Like it, wasn't, it, wasn't close. It, it wasn't one of those things where we're like, what a tic-tac thing. Like, yes. No, never mind. He was he was way off. You know what, way was, off. what was interesting about when they showed the, the highlight of him hitting the home run, they focused on Walker Bueller oddly. Like Bueller was looking over that way, so he must have been hip to the fact that whoever was playing first base for the Dodgers tonight, I'm not sure who, must have known that, that this was, you know, clearly made the call. So Bueller... I think was aware, but we just found out. And there's my rookie of the year in the NL, Cabrian Hayes. The home run that wasn't still scoreless in that one between the Pirates and the Dodgers. You, you doing it or what? You getting in on the Hawks? On. 18 to you, 4. You, Next break. Next break. Four, 14 live right now is what you can get the Hawks. Next at. break. I will be in. Okay. 14 is the live number. And I think Doc Rivers is figuring out the whole guard Trey Young thing early going. Halfway through the first quarter, the Hawks have four points. I don't know if you know this, Matt, but that's on pace for 32 for the game. That is not very good. Although yeah. Bogdanovich does have three rebounds already. Of course, <laughs> I forgot. I forgot about that and didn't put that. <laughs> I forgot after the first segment. I feel like every time I looked up so far, it was Bogey getting a yeah. rebound. I didn't want to tell you. Yeah, and I forgot to put the bet. Yeah, and I forgot to put the bet in. 18 to four Sixers make it 20 to four. Joel Embiid, little short range jumper. So Sixers by 16, just over six minutes into this game trying to even up their best-of-seven series with the Hawks at one game apiece. So we will monitor that throughout the evening. Uh, the hockey game right now, again, here's the thing in hockey. Last night we should mention again that the Montreal Canadiens are the Canadian representative in the final four of hockey, uh, if you will. They end up with the sweep uh, yesterday of the Winnipeg Jets, and in doing so have one of these interesting NHL quirks happening. They've gone 434 consecutive minutes without trailing. And the record, the all-time record is 480. You're talking about post-seasons now. 480 consecutive minutes by the 1960 iteration of the Montreal Canadiens. So not only do they sweep the Jets, but they're chilling now with this streak still intact, uh, waiting for their opponent, Tampa Bay, trying to close out Carolina tonight. They're up 1-0, second period, 4-12 left in the second period. And tonight, Vegas, Colorado. It's Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Daniel Alvari, and Kelly Bidlin. This is VEASAN's prime time action. Uh, Vegas at Colorado. Game five tonight. That series locked up uh, at two games apiece. Do we have our man from uh, Edmonton, Alberta? We do. Andy McNeil at Digital Gambler from up north to talk to us about such things. Andy, how you doing, man? I'm doing all right, other than um, watching my uh, 20 to 1 ticket on the, the Carolina Hurricanes Stanley Cup chances. 
going up in flames here, it looks like. But, uh, but yeah, I'm doing all right. Well, let me I, see. I was going to, I didn't even know you were going to bring that up. What I was going to start with just to sort of annoy you was the fact that we've got an Islanders fan base listening tonight on MSG Plus. <laughs> and the Islanders go up in their best of seven against the Bruins, three to two last night. They hold on for a five to four win. You have Bruins futures too, don't you? Yeah, yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. If, if the Islanders fans have to listen to me, that's okay, just as long as I don't have to listen to them. Uh, they've, they've really made my life uh, a living hell. Uh, I, 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 people will get a laugh out of this. I'm a, I'm a big Bruins fan, uh, you know, mostly just in the playoffs. I, I usually put it to rest during the regular season for the most part. But um, as I was walking uh, up, upstairs after uh, after game four coming out of my lair here uh i was humming to myself hey hey, hey, hey. oh my goodness ah. and then i was like where did that come from and then i was like oh my god that came from the islanders fans and then <laughs> it just like i was it ruined my night but uh but yeah no they're they're a raucous crowd and it's going to be very tough for the the bruins to uh get it done tomorrow night even though they are the favorite and rightfully so they are the favorite, but because they're down three to two, they're plus one eighty on the series line. Would you play that? Let's say you didn't have any po- I, any futures in pocket. I act. I, I did the numbers on that today for a piece in Point Spread Weekly tomorrow, and uh, my fair line for the series is Islanders minus one seventy. So yeah, a little bit of value uh, in betting the Boston Bruins at plus one eighty. Andy, since we are, you know, focused on live betting here, we are coming to the end of the second period. One nothing in favor of the Lightning. You can actually get plus three ten on the Hurricanes, so over three to one with more than a period left in that game. Um, do you think that would be worth any sort of in-game look? Yeah, I mean, it's it's not a terrible look by any means. Carolina is going to dictate the play here, uh, um, and you know, get the majority of the shots and chances. Um, just went off the plus three twenty. I see. Uh, so somebody yeah. feels differently. Um, <laughs> but but um, back down to three ten. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I, I think the the biggest issue here is that that you know we've got Carolina chasing a game against the Lightning team that they've already taken too many penalties against. Um, you're going to you know you play that up tempo style and try to push for offense. Uh, there's a there's a decent chance that you uh, you might take a, a penalty or two, um, you know, be more likely to take a penalty or two because of that. And uh, you're they're they're likely going to leave themselves open a little bit here too, uh, you know, trying to generate some offense. But uh, if if you're looking for it, I mean, three to one or better, probably the the Hurricanes are nothing here at this point. Andy, we're in uh, Hockey Town, USA, as you know, right here in Las Vegas, Nevada, and the uh, the Golden Knights. Yeah after essentially punting on game one of this series, at least that's my take on it. Some might not agree. Uh, they have, uh, they've gotten past that. It's worked out thus far. Vegas has been tremendous since then. A 2-2 two to two series against the Colorado Avalanches. They head to Colorado tonight for game five. It's a 9 p.m. Eastern faceoff, 6 p.m. Pacific. Colorado, I'm seeing, I kind of see a lot of numbers. This is all over the place, really. But it's really in the minus 134-ish range. Uh, let's call it minus 135 on the screen here. Consensus, Golden Knights plus 125 on the comeback. Is this one of those things where you like, take the dog or nothing? Or how do you view this? No, I mean, 
I, yeah, I, I think, you know, I came into this series uh, with the Avalanche up around minus 150, uh, minus 145, minus 150. So, um, you know, it's hard to, it's, it's, I was having a conversation with a, another sports better, another hockey better uh, friend today. And, and we're both, we were both, you know, kind of debating whether or not to, to jump on the Avalanche here on this downswing, because, you know, how much of what we saw the last couple of days was home ice advantage. We know Vegas has had arguably the best home ice advantage in the league, uh, you know, basically since their inception. Um, and and you, you have to wonder, you know, you, you've got to think Colorado comes back with a, a far more spirited effort uh, in this game. They've got the, the talent. Uh, you know, I, I don't think it's controversial to say that they've got more high-end talent uh, than the Vegas Golden Knights, specifically up front. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it, it's been an interesting series. And I think this, this game here, it's, it's, it's probably going to be the most interesting of all because, um, you know, the Avalanche have looked like a totally different team these last two games, a different one than we've seen, you know, pretty much all season long. We didn't see uh, them play this bad. We haven't seen them play this bad in, in a number of years. So um, do I expect, uh, the Colorado Avalanche team that we've saw in games three and four. No, I expect something closer to the one that we saw in the first two games. Um, but with that being said, you know, it, it's tough given what we have saw, but if I'm going by my numbers, I would, I would have to lean towards the Avalanche around these minus 130, minus 135, that area uh, or nothing. I mean, uh, the Golden Knights, it's a huge adjustment. Plus 116, they were plus 170 in games one and games two. I mean, I, I, it just it just goes goes against how I do things. So, I mean, for me, it, it's the avalanche, as tough as it is. Um, but, you know, one one bet that I am looking at here and that I, I did make was uh, over at BetMGM. Um, uh, it's available there, and that is Philip Grabauer over – uh, 28.5 saves, uh, minus 125. Um, coming into this game, the last three games, the Golden Knights have got at least 35 shots. In two of those games, they, they eclipsed 40. Um, you know, obviously there's the, the venue change here, but a uh, really, really good spot for uh, Gravauer to make some saves um, and cash that prop. I actually bet at least 30 saves. So, um, you know, looking for a few more. Um, and and another one uh, that kind of correlates with this is is Alex Tuck over two and a half shots. He's averaged uh, roughly three point six shots a game, but he's generating far more shot attempts and unblocked shot attempts up around five, six, uh, seven a game. Um, so I mean, he's he's a player that's been really in the mix for this Vegas team and having a bit of a finishing problem, not being able to find the back of the net uh, throughout these playoffs very often, but. Uh, he's a player that's at the forefront of, you know, Vegas and generating uh, the offense that they have been generating. So over two and a half shots, plus 105 over at BetMGM, plus 100 at DraftKings. I like both of those plays. Andy, you mentioned the crowd over in New York. Then you mentioned the home ice here in Vegas as well. So for the majority of the season, we didn't have fans in the stands. And then we had, you know, a rollout kind of how many fans are going to be in there. Now we're looking at full stadiums at most of these places, full arenas. 
How has that adjusted your handicapping at all? Did you have to change things in the way that you looked at this? That now that there are fans in the stands, listen, we get to if we're talking about traditional football, right? I mean, you know, they're, they, the fans can scream so loud that it's hard for the, the the offense to be able to call audibles and hear the snap count and things like that. You're in, in in the NBA, they're right up on top of the refs and they're screaming and yelling and all that. So there, there's we think that they can at least affect the way that the game is is played. What is it from you know? What is it from a, a hockey standpoint and also have you had to change the handicapping because of it well i've definitely tinkered with things um you know from if as far as the fans go i don't think they make much of a difference in the regular season i think uh you know for the most part if you've been to a regular season hockey game uh you'll see a lot of people with their their head in their phones talking to the person that they're with i mean it's it's not like uh you're 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 necessarily there to, to be glued to the ice um, but that that is the case in the playoffs. I, you know, if you were to, to go to the fortress and see a, a Golden Knights game, I mean, it's it's people are in it, into it. It's 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 a unified front. Uh, you know, it's a it's something that uh, is is probably really really tough, or uh, it's an environment that's probably really really tough to deal with. Um, so that I definitely think there's a a, a difference uh, between you know whether fans make a, an impact in the regular season versus what they do in the playoffs. And I, I think that that does help teams manufacture the energy level uh, that you need in, in, to, you know, win in the playoffs. And, and it's definitely helpful. Um, does it change my handicap a whole lot? I don't know. I think um, I, I'm not, I'm not really sure what, what to make of Vegas's home ice advantage. And, and, you know, it, it's kind of a anomaly a little bit, but uh, would I, would I say that it's the fans, you know, solely, Definitely not. Um, you know, I think they had a pretty good home ice advantage this regular season without any fans in the building. So I, I guess that kind of, um, you know, puts that to rest. But um, no, it definitely, I definitely do think it, it helps teams manufacture energy. And we've seen it with the Canadians getting some fans back in the building. The North Division was just horrid to watch, um, you know, from, from going from these games in the United States with, with packed houses to uh, empty burns. Here in Canada, um, it'll be nice to, to see the Canadians, you know, with probably, you know, increased capacity here to, to kind of level the playing field with the rest of the league. Tampa Bay, by the way, just put a, a do you see that? Went to 0.0 seconds at the end of the second period, but the puck crossed after just like a, a split second wow. after 0.0 uh, hit the clock. So it remains lightning one hurricanes, nothing into the second intermission of that game. By the way, can we show those splits one more time? This is the last thing I want to react to. Oh here. my, that's close. Yeah. yeah super close. <laughs> this is really went like literally right after 0.0. Uh, just for those of us who come from Vegas on this, you know, the Vegas Golden Knights, I was joking when I said Hockey Town USA, obviously, but the, this town loves the Vegas Golden Knights. And we're all, you know, a lot of us, you know, we live here and we're sort of in this Vegas Golden Knights bubble. But this just sort of indicates to me at DraftKings, they are not a public team, right? Like they're not, they're not what we would expect from our perspective here in Vegas. At least that, at least that was interesting to me. Um, as you look at the splits, we're Boston and the Islanders, obviously very regionally close to DraftKings uh, hubs there on the East Coast. Those are pretty evenly split. Handle and bets. Handle being the total money uh, in the series market for these. The Lightning just absolutely getting way more money than Carolina in this. And we're not sure the, the arc of how, you know, over how much time this has been that these stats have been accumulated. And then Colorado getting about three quarters of it, handle and bets over the Vegas Golden Knights. We head into game five tonight. Andy, we appreciate it, man, as always. And uh, you've made a lot of friends in New York tonight. What can I tell you? Nice job out of you. <laughs> 
All right. Good luck tonight, guys. I'm kidding, obviously. Andy McNeil, everybody. <laughs> At Digital Gambler is where you can uh, find him on Twitter. And uh, he is rooting for his tickets. That's what we do. We root for our bets. So he's rooting for the Bruins, despite the fact that he is uh, now on the brink of elimination with the Islanders up 3-2. to two. Sixers up 29-15. to 15. Uh, 147 left in the first quarter in Philly. The only game we didn't talk about last night, by the way, because we're worried that we're going to get another blowout here in the NBA playoffs. I did jump in live, plus 15 and a half. You did? Yeah. All right. Hawks plus 15 and a half for Kelly. There's a live wager. Uh, But Brooklyn last night, we didn't really talk about Brooklyn's comprehensive win over the Milwaukee Bucks to take a two to nothing lead in their best of seven Eastern Conference semifinal uh, series. Milwaukee's plus 375 right now to win the series. They have to win four out of five games. Also, you can catch three and a, three and a half, by the way, on Thursday right now. You can still catch the, uh, on the Nets plus three and a half. I mean, like. Come on. No. Yeah. yeah. Like, That's what it opened. Yeah, it's like I, three and a half. Yeah, I, I, I immediately, I, I just, whatever. Call, it's a prove it game to me. Prove it. Pro- prove it to me that you can hang with this team. It's fine. Give me the three and a half. I'll t- I didn't bet at Moneyline. Give me the three and a half. I'll take the three and a half. Bucks, prove it to me. Prove it to and me. And if you can beat me, tip of the cap. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I can't argue with that at all. Can't argue with it. But that's the one, I mean, that's the one thing we talk about this. Lakers were eliminated. Utah and Phoenix bubbling up. There's this notion, hey, look, there's parity in the NBA. Not as long as Brooklyn's around. And I don't even know if they need all three of those guys. So far, they don't. I mean, they, to me, the Bucks are the second best team in the East. And this is a joke so far. If, if Philly ends up winning this series, and I get it, you've got your Atlanta tickets. So apologies. But if, if Philly ends up playing Brooklyn... How many games does Philly get off Brooklyn in a best of seven? Gentlemen sweep also four four games to one? One, two, yeah. I I think it's going to be tough to see them getting two. I I really – the only team left that I can see messing with Brooklyn is the Clippers just because of the Kawhi factor. It's the only reason. Yeah. And and you've got the multiple perimeter defenders, right? I mean, it's Kawhi, Paul George, Batum, all play, you know – above average perimeter defense, which I think could mess with them. But even if you're at home and you want to say Joel Embiid, his size is going to mess with him. Giannis has had the best season of anybody in the NBA yeah. against the Nets, and he he can't do anything right now. The the other thing that you're the argument you're going to hear uh, time and time again is, oh well, the Nets the Nets defense isn't you know the Nets defense. What about the defense? They've only got to play defense for like three minutes a game, right? Like if, if they can if they can just outscore you for three minutes and you go on a lull for three minutes, you're not catching them. Like they're going to it's all it is. So you need three to four minutes a game of really good defense from the Nets, and then it's game over. It's not like all these other teams, right? I mean, like they score at such a ridiculous rate that you don't have to have this complete defensive performance from this team. Like you just need. Four good minutes of defense a game, and then you go on a 7-0 run, that's, that's right. an 8-0 run, and then it's game over. Well, give me and, four and, minutes of defense. Man, I think it's even like less than that sometimes because it's, okay, we only need four minutes of defense, you know, if it comes to that at the end of yeah, the game. Right. You know, like it's right. like we might not even need that out of you. 45 seconds of sports radio. If, if the Sixers were to lose to the Hawks in this series and Milwaukee ends up losing to, to Brooklyn, which franchise – are you more just absolutely thinking to yourself is donezo in their current form, the Bucks or the Sixers? How do you oh, feel about Giannis? I, I How think, would you feel about Embiid? I think the Sixers, but I'm going to go more from the 
history market size that sort of angle where i think the bucks can attract about as as best as they can right now i mean matt and i were big on the hard and the sixers thing and that I, I, that would have been huge but they didn't get it done yeah i mean i think the sixers get blown up if this doesn't if this doesn't pan out and yet i think it's almost worse for the bucks yeah because i just like what else can you do like they're going to run simmons out of town <sighs> we'll update danielle's bets cuz she's got a mess of them and we've got some results. Let's find out what those are. Coming back on Visa's Primetime Action. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Join the action on DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Just download the app and use promo code VSEN when you sign up to compete for cash prizes each week. Don't wait. Sign up now and new customers get a deposit bonus of up to $500. That's code VSIN when you sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Must be 18 years or older. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Gil. Danielle, Atlanta sticking around, by the way. Down 11. 3322 just Good under news for Kelly Bidlin. Yeah, just under 11 minutes uh left in the second quarter. Kelly, you have him at plus what? 15 and a half. Plus 15 and a half. That's a two how for you... 11 from 3, Gil. That will not last. 
That's all. That's all that matters. Although I did see Ben Simmons uh, close out on Trey. Uh, one, he took a attempted a three about four feet past the <laughs> three point line. Ben Simmons closed out from about the free throw line, <laughs> jumped up and got like a fingertip oh, on. I was like, goodness. all right, th- that might be a problem. Then maybe it's sustainable after all. I was saying earlier, I have a uh, Cabrian Hayes ticket to win NL Rookie of the Year. I got him at seven to one. You can actually get him at longer than that now. He hit a uh, ball over the fence, but failed to touch first base. Didn't even come close. And I thought to myself, well, only I, only this kind of stuff will happen to me tonight. But apparently it's contagious, Matt. What just happened to your Sonny Gray? Man? Yes, I had Sonny Gray over six and a half strikeouts, and he would have had to have been really, really, really efficient, even more efficient than he was. He only threw 50 pitches. He got through three innings, had five strikeouts through the three innings. After a meeting on the mound, he walked off, apparently, some sort of injury. So he is done after three innings, five Ks in three innings. But that's the end of his night. Loser video for Matt. (laughs) Loser by injury. Loser video for Matt. Oh, boy. I know. We'll get it. Um, There you go. Oh, old school. There we go. Always a classic. Hey, loser. We ever find out if she's okay, by the way? I think we should find I'm sure she's fine. Did she get uh, any uh, milkshake, more <laughs> importantly? Kelly said, I'm sure she's fine. I'm sure she's okay. By the way, sure. I asked this out loud. No one answered me. What price would you need down the bucks at down two games to win this series? Is four to one. What would you need to bet them? Ooh, good question. If I gave you eight to one, would yeah. you take it? Yeah, I'd bet it. Probably, but even th- even then, it would, even then, I'd even be, then like, it'd be oh. small. Like, I yeah. Get, yeah, even then, I'd still feel like I was just lighting money. Yeah. I mean, any, any odds you give me would be a, a, an amazingly small bet because of what Matt just said. Like, I think there's so just such a small chance of them actually pulling that off. Yeah, nice emoji by the way on uh, Matt. I thought, I thought it needed a new a new one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a that, yeah, that's Correct. a good reaction. One. And that's a that's a good that's yeah. a good reaction as well because I was I was sitting there on the break <laughs> ready to come back to go. Well, this would be a real bummer if I lose this one. He's got five already through three, and it was like, oh, it was a real bummer because he's leaving the game. A bummer it is. All right. Danielle, how are you doing on yours? Um, The baseball is back and forth. I bet a lot more yes run in the first innings for the later games happening tonight. Um, One of those was the Giants and the Rangers, and that did not happen. Still 0-0 in the first for that one. Um, And then I'm on the Yankees. Twins, yes, and we still have no score there in the bottom of the first. Um, So lots of yeses added. Uh, we'll see how the rest of the night plays out. As for the WNBA game, the Mystics are up by four. I have them plus two and a half, so that's good news, uh, with about five minutes left in the third quarter. And the over not dead yet. We are still trending that way. I need over 162 for that game. We're going to have to have a talk about all those first inning unders. Rather. Oh, that's a lot of first inning unders. Yeah, well, it's a you know it's a Tuesday. <laughs> Right, you've mentioned that it's before. Just a Tuesday, and and I'm I'm not sure. I, I still <laughs> some don't know go what better it is. than others, Gil. Admittedly, yes, yes. No, it happens. You know, the yes. other thing we talked about, Gil, was just that you know maybe the Astros going after a, a, a number one. I guess we I shouldn't just gloss over the fact that that Framber Valdez is back now yes. for them after after having to miss. He's gone three innings, one hit tonight against the Red Sox, five Ks for him, no walks. That I mean, you know, he only has a couple starts on the year, but still ERA of one point two nine. This is a guy that has ridiculously good talent and so, you know, could probably step into that kind of alpha role there for them if need be. You know, a guy that you would feel super comfortable rolling him out if you needed to get a win in a series. And so, uh, don't want to just jump right, gloss right over Valdez as, as a guy that couldn't get it done for them. But again, uh, Astros now 33 and 26 on the season, a 6 0 lead here on the Red Sox with Valdez cruising. They got some young. They got some really good young arms. Mm-hmm. Or Keedy being another that I love. Yeah. 
Um, minus minus one thirteen. Is that what we saw in the? That's Astros? what we saw. <clears throat> I likes it. Um, Baltimore up for uh, Mets fans. Baltimore up four to two. Now over the Mets, top of the fourth. Nobody out. Um, Mets facing a 3-2 pitch here to start things off in the fourth as they trail the Orioles by two. And the Yankees scoreless, I believe. Yes. Yankees scoreless. Unfortunately so, yes. Uh, bottom of the first against the Minnesota Twins. Montgomery against Pineda in that one. We'll come back, Danielle. I believe you have some NFL, an NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year prop. Yes, already can bet this. Ooh, this I like. It's next on VEASAN's Primetime Action. NHL and NBA playoffs are here, and our experts are covering every angle to find the betting edges. VEASAN hockey expert Annie McNeil is tracking all the NHL action, and our senior NBA analyst Jonathan Von Tobel has all of the basketball insights. Our experts and the entire VEASAN team give you all the tools to make the most of every bet on the playoffs, including odds and analysis for every game on VEASAN.com. And our daily members-only best bet emails. Now is the time to cash in on the playoffs. Sign up for your 10-day free trial at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Gil, is, is everything okay? I, I'm hearing reactions from Kelly Bidlin. It's a two-point game. Yeah. Sweet Lou. It's a two-point game. <laughs> the Atlanta Hawks on a 13-2 run over the last 357. Just that's like what we, Kelly called it. That's what we call a well-timed in-game wager from young Kelly Bidlin. H-O-X, Hawks, Hawks, Hawks. What, what, what Danielle is referring to is that Kelly, people have different reactions when they bet to different things that are happening. Kelly gets super aggressive when things are going his way even. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you get, you know, it's like the coach with the with the hard clap. I'm like a Dan Campbell, probably. You know, <laughs> gotta psych people up. How excited are you for the Dan Campbell era in Detroit? Uh, like, I mean, like, like if I was a Lions fan, not at all. Not at all. That, that, because I'm not one. But I'm just so excited. As we look forward to to football season, what is the over under on the number of segments we will talk about Dan Campbell week on a weekly basis? Oh, good, good bit. Oh, yeah. uh, well, on a weekly basis, every press conference he has. So I don't know, five, <laughs> six, seven. Hawks with a chance to tie or go ahead, and they throw it away. Okay. Interesting choice by Bogdanovich to uh, pass it to a cameraman on the side. Interesting choice. Yeah, he didn't. He really ran out of options. Boys and girls, fundamental basketball. Don't lose. Uh, don't don't uh, leave your feet if you have nowhere to go with the basketball. Embiid makes it a four point game. All right, Danielle, you have. It's always NFL season, and you have stuff to bet on. What's this offensive rookie of the year here? Yeah, who do you think is our leader? I know you can see the board. Don't look at the board. Sorry. <laughs> Well, was it, that, that it's was Trevor Lawrence. It was, it was always going to be. Yes, yeah, it was, it was Trevor always, Lawrence. Yeah. It was it's always going to be Trevor. Of Lawrence. course, but yeah. who else is in the running? Uh, Trey Lance at six to one. Justin Fields seven to one. Najee Harris eight to one. Mac Jones also eight to one. I'm sorry, for, I apologize for the laugh. Kyle Pitts eight to one. Zach Wilson also eight to one. Jamar Chase at twelve to one. Devontae Smith fourteen to one, and Travis Etienne at twenty to one. All right, so we've talked about this before. It's quarterbacks and then everybody else. Do we agree yeah. on that? Mm-hmm. It is, though I do believe Najee Harris is going to get as much work as we have ever, as we have seen a rookie running back get in quite some time. Yes, and if we look as we are now, we are looking back at the last 10 Offensive Rookie of the Years in the NFL, and actually 
only half of them have been quarterbacks. Cam Newton, RG3 in 2012. Let's take a moment, everybody. Let's remember the glory that was RG3 in 2012, Mm. those of us who grew up on the Washington football team. Uh, And then uh, Dak Prescott, 2016. Last two have been quarterbacks, Kyler Murray for Arizona, and then Justin Air Bear, Justin Herbert for the uh, Chargers last year because uh, uh, Terod Taylor got a lung punctured by a doctor. So, you know, we got to see Justin Herbert. All right, so it is ha- rewarded by starting for the Houston Texans. This yes, year. yes, <laughs> so that's his reward. Enjoy. Mm. Sorry, Enjoy. it didn't work out with your lung. You're at Houston, but he might have a starting job. We'll see. So uh, it is half of the last ten, mm-hmm. but you got it. You got to look quarterback first for this year, and I guess part of this comes down to when do you think these guys will start? So Trevor Lawrence mm. is starting week one, right? Right. Week one. Um, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, whole different story when yeah. they're starting. This, this, this is. I, I broke this down, and I don't think we were on MSG Plus. So I'm glad we brought this this back here. I mean, if you believe that you want to bet Justin Fields, I think there's a pretty clear path as to the way to go about this to get a better number than the seven to one that's available right now. And and that is the fact that if you look at that game one of the season is against the Rams, who again on paper one of the top five defenses in all of the NFL. You are not throwing. Justin Fields out there against the Rams, whenever you have Andy Dalton that you could throw the Wolves. And so, yes, you come back and you play Cincinnati in week two, but then you get Cleveland in week three, which, by the way, is also another ridiculously good defense that is, again, on paper, a top-five defense heading into this season here. So you're going to start the season out. Best-case scenario, one and two, maybe 0-3. Oh maybe, maybe, maybe you lose. Maybe you lose in week two. Mm-hmm. But in week four... You get the Detroit Lions. Yes. And that is when the fan base is going to be screaming, put Justin Fields in the game. What are we doing? Why are we trotting out Andy Dalton? Yeah. What's going on here? And with him not starting for three weeks, you're going to get a better number than seven to one. So come in after the three weeks. Then you make the bet on Justin Fields. And with it being a 17-game season, again, if he barring health, he would have enough games as well to to be able to play to win the award. Should he be able to turn that team around and all that? Getting 14 games in is plenty of uh, of enough time for him to still win the award. And so that would be my strategy for him. I completely agree with not only that strategy for him. I think that might be my strategy. Period. Because mm-hmm. I think that's the guy I'm looking at. However, not previously mentioned. Another guy that will start week one in the National Football League, the New York Jets, Zach Wilson, who is at eight to one. Any, any thought, any. I mean, there will be some stats, some stats there. The problem is just there's going to be, the wins are going to be few and far between. And, And so with that, I mean, I think, Fields not starting until week four still has a chance to have more, to still bank more wins than, than Zach Wilson. 17 games. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't want to short shrift the guy, but here's the thing. You got to win some ball games. If you're the quarterback, you got to have some wins. You can't be rookie of the year. If you go, I don't know. Yeah. You know, three and something, five and 12, four and something. I think and we, we did, we have discussed this a little bit before. I I love Matt's strategy. He laid that out last time. I think that makes a lot of sense. I think the, I think I'm going to be on Najee Harris though. Preseason. He's going to get a ridiculous amount of work. I mean, like there's nobody behind him. I mean, it is good. He's going to get 90 plus percent of the touches. I wouldn't mind if I have a Najee uh, ticket, if I can find eight to one seems a little short. I feel like the last time we did this, he was in double digits, like 
12 14, to 1. Yeah. Um, so I, maybe if I shop around, if I could find something 10 to 1, I would love to roll into that before the season and then, you know, add a 10, 11 to 1. Or just add a fields. fields and then you are yeah. sitting pretty good. You're I feeling like pretty good about where you're at. So do you think, and this, this sort of bleeds into fantasy here a little bit. So the last two running backs to win Offensive Rookie of the Year were Saquon and I'm thinking Kamara was the other one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you feel like Najee Harris, who was the 24th pick in the draft, we kind of associated him with the Steelers on the run-up to the draft, more of a match than anybody besides the first few picks in the draft. We kind of knew he was going to end up in Mm -hmm. Pittsburgh. You think he's going to be Kamara-like? I do. I think he is, I mean, if we're talking like fantasy football, I think he's like a legitimate borderline first-rounder. Like, that's how much, like, that's the type of load he's going to get. First he's gonna, rounder, yeah, mm-hmm. because we, I mean, we've seen, we've seen what Tomlin does. Like he falls in love with a back, and yeah. like that's his guy. Like yeah. that is his dude, and I think Harris is just going to be his guy, his dude. He catches passes as well, so you know, with fantasy football, everything's PPR these days, yeah. and so he's going to get all those, all those points as well. I agree with all that. So Justin Fields seven to one, Najee Harris eight to one, courtesy of DraftKings. Trey Lance, who's six to one, probably has the best supporting cast, but we just don't know what he's playing. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Okay. Uh, Prop Watch coming back. We've got a basketball game yet to tip off tonight. It's the Clip Show and the Jazz Game 1. We'll talk about that. What is bettable on VEASAN's Primetime Action? I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now wherever you listen.
download the DraftKings Casino app now and use promo code VSIN to get a deposit bonus up to $1,500. DraftKings Casino has hundreds of ways to play. Choose from slots, blackjack, roulette, and so much more. It's also U.S.-based, making it safe, secure, and reliable so you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available to play in New Jersey, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. Only must be 21 or older. Eligibility restrictions apply for entertainment purposes only. No results guaranteed. Void where prohibited. See casino.draftkings.com for full details. Gil. Prop watch. Prop watch. It's time for Prop Watch. Yes. Yes. Do you hear something whisper? I just think that you intro it better, so I just uh, no, I thought you could do it. I like your intros. All right, let's take a look for Clippers and Jazz tonight. Donovan Mitchell, his three-pointers made sitting at three and a half points. 29 and a half is the number uh, for Kawhi Leonard. His points sitting at 27 and a half. Rebounds, seven and a half. Assists, five and a half. And then Paul George points props sitting at 23 and a half. Rebounds, seven and a half. And assists, four and a half. Matt, where would you look tonight? I am pretty. I'm pretty off this game um, from from a prop standpoint. I think there's a because couple. Because it's there, game one. There, no, no. There's just a couple of different reasons why. Like I'm, I'm very interested to see. And I understand that they're. You know, we're we are worried about. We are worried, I guess, a little bit about the Clippers and their and and how fresh they'll be. But I am very interested as to how the Jazz are going to be able to handle the, this defensive pressure that the Clippers bring. I mean, what we saw, whenever the Clippers really, really turned it on. I mean, listen. Donovan Mitchell is definitely a dynamic scorer in this league, but he is not Luka. And so, like, I'm very, very interested if Kawhi Leonard is locked on or Paul Joe, whoever it might be on Donovan Mitchell, I'm very, very interested to see how he is able to handle that because I think this game could get pretty interesting if he's not able to score. Or the other thing is, what if they attack, and I think this might be a, a pretty decent strategy for them as well, like, what if they attack down low early a lot and early and try to get Gobert in foul trouble? Like try to get I him. Think should yeah. Like and and then because then you get a huge rebounding and huge defensive presence, maybe in trouble, maybe on the bench for you know some of this some of the early part of this game. Uh, yeah, for me, I'm I'm kind of off of this to see the flow of everything, but I would lean towards I would lean towards unders on Jazz players specifically Mitchell in that point total. There is one. There is one prop I played in this game, and I really like it. If it was a, if it was a regular season game, and I knew that the guys were going to be playing extra minutes like they do in the playoffs, and Mike Connolly was out, I would probably be betting this prop way more than I did today. And that's Joe Ingles over four and a half assists. That's mm-hmm. one that I bet fairly regularly during that time when Mike Connolly was out. Uh, he hit this over sailed over. I looked this up eight of ten games that Connolly missed in May. Uh, so I really like that tonight, but Danielle, to your question to Matt, I, mm-hmm. it is a little bit of hesitancy from me because it's a game one. Because you want to see something. I want to see what, exactly yeah. what matchups are going to be. Like Matt just said, we don't exactly know how the Clippers are going to spread out those defenders on the perimeter. So I, I, I got four and a half. I jumped on it really early this morning when, when Conley got announced out or this afternoon in the East, East Coast. <laughs> but uh, I jumped on that. I, I got a good number. I only laid minus 115. I think it's like minus 160 or something now as far as over four and a half. It's, uh, it's ticked up, by the way. Donovan Mitchell's ticked up to 30 and a half at DraftKings. So that would be actually a kind of a full endorsement for me on the under. Um, mm. I like I'll, yours, Kelly. Like yours a lot, the four and a half on on Ingles. Not at the current price. But I think it needs to be, the point needs to be made here for those who are just watching us for the first time. Just because we are discussing something doesn't mean that we are making wagers on it. If if we are, we will let you know we are actually making wagers on it. 
But sometimes when we talk about things, because the Clippers Jazz game one happens to be tonight, and so mm-hmm. therefore it is, we're not going to not talk about it. But uh, by the way, Joel Embiid getting in a little, uh, a little scuffle, a little Donnie Brook. Oh, him and uh, him and Capella have been going after each other hard in this wow. first half. And, and, you know, I, I might be a little biased here, but uh, Embiid's gotten a lo- away with a lot. There's been a lot of forearm shivers that get away from me. Forearm shivers. Uh, I did push uh, somebody in the back there. I couldn't see who didn't get the license plate on the Hawk. But 57-49, uh, Philly, one minute left, and the uh, the officials are doing the old review. Technical foul on Joel Embiid, and they are uh, going to assess the exact uh, exact extent of that. But back to the uh, the prop watch on the Clippers and the Jazz. Mm-hmm. It's just one of these things, again, it, it deserves to be noted if you're watching us for the first time. The biggest, you know, a, a sports book must put up everything. Right. Demand is there for something, they'll put it up. And sometimes demand doesn't even have to be there. In the case of DraftKings, they'll put up everything and they'll be like, hey, come and bet it. And our biggest advantage as bettors is that we get to pick and choose what we bet on. So in a game one situation between the Clippers and the Jazz, this really might be one of those situations that besides like the Ingles, uh, the, the Joe Ingles bet that you just might avoid for one night. It's okay. So these got yeah. bet yeah, heavily, okay. I guess, throughout the course of the day because a lot of these have moved. So Kawhi is at 28 and a half. Jordan Clarkson is at 18 and a half. Um, so I guess these things got, you know, like I said, Donovan Mitchell's now up to 30 and a half. So there was, there was some action on these things throughout the course of the day. Ingles is up to 11 and a half from 10 and a half. Um, so instead of instead of just adjusting the juice, maybe Gil, because one of the things we see a lot, maybe and maybe this is because they're island games and so many people are focusing on these things. Like we'll see the juice just get moved around as opposed yeah. to the number. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, most of these have you know fair juice kind of on on each side here. So I'm wondering if they've been much quicker to move the number as opposed to move the juice that we're seeing here because again a lot of these a, a lot of these are different go bears up to 14 and a half as opposed to 13 and a half so th- these things are basically a rebounds or point, points points okay and and we happen to be showing the DraftKings numbers that will vary from book to book as you know based on the policy mm-hmm. of that book just what they believe in do they move the juice or do they move the number we see that in football season a lot right will mm-hmm. you know the south point where we broadcast from they don't they don't move the juice ever yeah. ever it's like we're moving at the point like from three to three and a half, three and a half to four, whatever it is, but we're not going from minus 110 to minus 160, mm-hmm. for instance, mm-hmm. on one side. Um, and that comes from up top, Michael Gaughan, the owner of this establishment here. By the way, Gallinari also with a technical foul uh, for the Hawks. So I guess he was the one shoved by MB. Yeah, I know. The double technicals. Yeah I, yeah, I didn't see exactly how they got into it, but yeah, yeah. double technicals and Gallinari having a big game so far for the Hawks. He's got 12 points. Both take a seat. Well, Embiid takes a seat. Gallinari still on the floor. A, cu- a couple of quotes for you, Gil, from uh, yes. uh, Quinn Snyder's press conference earlier today. So this is one, I, and I, I caught this earlier today, but him on the role of Joe Ingles to play tonight. Quote, Joe played the point for about a month, the last month of the seasons for us. He's used to the role. I don't think he, we would call Joe a point guard. He's a playmaker. He's also one of the top catch and shoot three-point shooters in the league. So I, that makes me feel, that was part of the reason why I bet it tonight. It makes me feel comfortable that they're going to run the offense through him. And then uh, when he was asked about uh, uh, the Clippers basically choosing to play them, Jazz coach Quinn Snyder, quote, obviously, we're a matchup that the Clippers felt were was very advantageous for them. That's all he, all he had. The only thing he had to say. Very aware of his... they, I think that team is very aware of the bulletin material heading into this game tonight. What we're referring to is that down the uh, stretch, and, and really particularly the last weekend of the NBA regular season, the Clippers, let's just say, didn't put out their maximum 
you know, the, the lineup that would maximize victory against the Thunder, most notably, in their final game of the season. And therefore, in avoiding the Lakers, because that's what we were really talking about at the time, the Clippers avoiding the Lakers and ensuring what ended up being a first-round matchup with the Mavericks. And they knew that when they were in the 4-5 that it would be the Jazz that they would get in the second round. So that's what Quinn Snyder is referring to. Did anybody on that press conference ask Quinn Snyder how he felt about finishing third in the uh, Coach of the Year? Did I'm up? sure they did. <laughs> Eric Walden, who covers the Jazz, God bless you, man. But I don't, I don't have time to read like the 29 quotes you tweeted out from the press conference. So how about this, by the way? Go to half. It's a two-point game. Yeah, Gallo, Gallo just drilled a three right before halftime. So anybody out there holding a uh, Hawks first half ticket, you can uh, send a fruit basket to Gallo. Huge Hawks cover in the first so, half. So one other thing that I just see real quick here, there is a head-to-head listed between Donovan Mitchell and Kawhi Leonard. Um Again, those guys are projected. I mean, you can just look at the you can just look at the props that are listed here. I mean, they're projected within a point of each other. Yet Donovan Mitchell's minus one eighty two, Kawhi Leonard is plus one forty two. Yeah, in the head to head right there, Mitchell at one eighty two. The the probability that means like the implied probability is that he outscores Kawhi Leonard sixty five percent, sixty four percent of the time, or something like that. That's an odd line. So <laughs> so you can get plus one forty plus one. 42 on Kawhi Leonard, which again, just you just play that number just based yeah, on, on yes. the price alone, right? Because again, like Donovan Mitchell is not outscoring Kawhi over 60% of the time, like in, in this game. I mean, again, they're projected with the one point of each other. And again, for those who are new to betting and, and not to, and forgive us if we sort of stop while we're talking about mm-hmm. things and try to sort of explain, that is the thing with betting that we're trying to establish. So the plus 140 ish price on Kawhi Leonard, Matt is not saying. This is absolutely Kawhi Leonard should be a favorite to win this. No. no. What he is saying is that if you played this game under these circumstances a hundred times, ran a simulation, that Kawhi Leonard would outscore Donovan Mitchell at a higher rate than the implied probability of plus 140 suggests. And therefore, it makes for a triggered bet. Yeah. And, and, and again, like it, this is... This is just how people bet these different markets differently, and it, so it moves these odds and how you can kind of go about these, and this is why them having these all these other ways to bet these games is so fa- is so fabulous because you can find value like this. Again, again I mean, the, the, the player projections and then even the point totals listed on, the, on, the own side, on their own site alone, is, is, they're one point apart, you know? I mean, like in my projections, I actually have Kawhi outscoring Donovan Mitchell tonight, you know, like in, in my projections here. So, uh, yeah, that would, the plus 142, if that were available to me here, would be in my account. That, that, that would be in my account. <laughs> it is not available. If were available yes. to us here in the state of Nevada. We've Scroll down to the bottom, it'll say player matchups and uh, Kawhi Leonard plus 142. Were you just sniffing around for that, or did you have that in mind? No, I just was. I was. I was flipping through just to kind of see how things got adjusted once you know everything, you know, once the the Conley news was confirmed and all the stuff like that. And uh, yeah, that's just that's listed down here at the bottom. And I mean, that's just uh, that's just mispriced right now. Not a good night for the uh, two New York baseball teams thus far. Baltimore five two lead over the Mets, top of the fifth in Baltimore, and the Yankees trailing the Twins. Two to nothing in the bottom of the second, and the Twins still making noise, perhaps, in that frame. Long way to go in both, so uh, we shall see. We'll come back because it's halftime of the NBA game. We'll take the opportunity not only to update everything, but we'll talk some baseball with Adam Burke at Skating Tripods on Twitter. Really sharp baseball mind. Coming back right here on VEASAN's Primetime Action. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.